Hi there listeners. Welcome to episode 78 of Never on the Backfoot podcast. This is me Neha Shetty and I'm so glad to have you all listening in. This episode is all about a discussion on the squad announced for the New Zealand series and the upcoming ODI World Cup. Indian women's cricket team displayed some extraordinary performances last year though they weren't able to win any of the three series they played they did impress many also bringing in some remarkable performances what was most special in the year was the rise of young players you had players like yastika bhatia renuka singh thakur meghna singh all three got their maiden call ups in international cricket while all-rounder sneha rana also made a very impressive comeback The women in blue will begin their 2022 cricket season with the tour to New Zealand comprising of a series against the White Ferns that includes a T20I and 5 ODIs and then the 2022 ICC Women's Cricket World Cup there itself. The Indian team squad for the ICC Women's ODI World Cup 2022 and New Zealand series has been announced. Now you have newcomers like Yastika Bhatia, Meghna Singh and Renuka Singh who have made the cut but the exclusions of Shikha Pandey, Jemima Rodriguez has actually stunned the cricketing world. Among the eight qualified teams, India is said to be the first team that has announced their World Cup squad. Jemima Rodriguez, Poonam Roth, Shikha Pandey were among those who were left out of India's ODI squad for this upcoming World Cup as well as the preceding series against hosts New Zealand. Now the trio was a part of the bigger squad that toured Australia last year and Rodriguez too stayed back for the women's BBL where she had a good run of scores for the Melbourne Renegades and she did carry on her good form from the 100 but playing time for international side has been hard to come by so far for her Shikha Pandey too has had her time on the sidelines against Australia before eventually getting a game Recent debutants like Yastika Bhatia, Meghna Singh have kept their places after good performances in the domestic circuit too. Renuka Singh Thakur was a part of the T20I squad for the Australia tour and she did make her debut in the format to Down Under and she finds her place in the ODI squad now for the upcoming matches. In Richa Ghosh and Tania Bhatia, India has named two wicketkeepers in the squad while Sabineni Meghna and Ekta Bisht with Simran Dil Bahadur have been added as the three standby players. The case for Yastika Bhatia and Richa Ghosh Yastika was the batting highlight to come out of the Australia tour. The left-hander made a half century in only her third appearance in ODIs and her stroke play against some of the best bowlers in the world appears to have convinced the selectors to persist with her. In the challenger trophy that followed, she was named player of the match in the final against India D, scoring a match-winning 86. Richa Ghosh continues to impress and will keep the gloves for India and with Tania Bhatia backing her up it seems like a very interesting prospect Ghosh earned her stripes in Australia as well as her ability to score quick runs fits in well with India's plan and this is a team that's trying to improve in that aspect so she is a welcome addition no press conference fishy selection calls and no justification right now we are not allowed to speak Holding no press conference for the squad announcement has become a tradition and has left the fans enraged. But Neetu David further added that she has no idea when she was asked whether there will be a press conference ahead for the team's departure and on the selection of the team. Although a BCCI source did confirm to the PTI that you know Jemima Rodriguez and Shikha Pandey were dropped on the account of their poor form in the ODI format, it still doesn't quite add up. 
Now, if any country's governing body can name a 15-member squad for this magnum opus, Cricket World Cup event that generates 100% agreement from all stakeholders, they would have figured out a solution to one of the game's biggest debate-causing topics that ever was and is, you know, will ever be. It is perhaps impossible to expect any sort of accountability from them. Chopping and changing without giving any clarification has become a tradition from the Indian selectors, but it went to its peak last year when Monica Patel, Simran Bahadur, Arundhati Reddy, Mansi Joshi, Meghna Singh, Pooja Vastrakar, Renuka Singh, Shika Pandey were just excluded and then added. Even with Jhulan Goswami, we had a total of nine fast bowlers in action. Apart from Goswami, all other pacers were made to play musical chairs for reasons only known to the BCCI and its selection committee. We have seen the similar mismanagement and lack of communication in the cases of Indrani Roy and Priya Punya. This will ultimately affect the growth of Indian cricket in the longer run and is extremely unfortunate. Domestic performances greater than international franchisee tournaments performances? Now, there is a logical argument, you know, when you talk about men's cricket, where performances in franchisee leagues shouldn't perhaps be used as a metric to select for ODIs, but that has been the case for quite some time now. But, and this is no criticism that women's cricket hasn't reached the point yet where, you know, the 50-over and the 20-over formats require completely different skill sets. The scoring rates are still comparable and if a player succeeds in the shortest format, the chances of doing so in the ODIs and vice versa are much higher that you could say for the men's game. The men play a lot more international cricket by design too and hence there is often, you know, enough data and metrics to use when you're selecting a squad for the format. For women, arguably, the competitive international series are still sparse and we can't say who's responsible for that, but the leagues do exist and often we get to see high-quality cricket that's played there. When exclusions make bigger headlines than the selections itself, then definitely the selection is problematic and they need to be questioned. The lack of accountability from selectors makes the pill bitter to swallow. As the yardstick to select players is not clear and has not been cleared yet, one can assume that the selectors have given more priority to domestic performances this time around. That is why when S. Meghna, who was the highest run getter in the senior women's one-day trophy, the recently concluded edition, Simran Dil Bahadur, who also had a significant challenges trophy, and Renuka Singh, who was the star pacer for railways in their title run in the 2021-22 one-day season, got their reward. Jemima's case. Despite having a rough patch in ODIs last year, Jemima Rodriguez's performance in the 100, where she was the second highest run getter, and the WBBL, where she played a crucial role with the bat for her team in reaching the knockouts, cannot be ignored. In 2019, when India toured New Zealand, Jemima scored a half century each in all of the ODIs and the T20s, thus making her case stronger. She's an agile athlete, a very good fielder, who has helped India big time despite being on the sidelines most of the time last year, and she could have been the perfect backup opener. Because scoring the second most runs overall at the third best strike rate in the recently launched 100 and scoring the second most runs for her team, Melbourne Renegades who reached the playoffs of the WBBL are evidently not enough markers for her form. Instead, the two ODIs she played in England before these tournaments and the zero ODIs she was selected in for the playing 11 during the Australia tour are reasons that are being given for keeping her out, which is extremely unfortunate. 
how does one prove their form if they're not selected and how is scoring runs in you know the two of the biggest international leagues at the moment and the t20is against australia not sufficient indication of regaining form if weightage was given to the domestic 50 over form like s megna selection seems to indicate was this conveyed to jemima rodriguez before she played in the wbbl and eventually missed out on the tournaments back home this is something we will never know if just odi numbers are a metric then it definitely defies logic and the selection committee has a lot to review even the exclusion of good players like harleen diol priya punia indrani roy to name a few has just been extremely surprising and low key very disappointing shikha pandey's exclusion and now we have to discuss the case shikha pandey's exclusion she has left out of the series at home against south africa when the team returned to play nearly after a year and then she did get some chances in england fewer chances in australia and then she just disappeared from the horizon in the t20s she produced arguably the delivery of the century displaying the sort of seam and swing movement that could actually help in places like new zealand right now this is a mega event and you simply can't go in with one experienced pacer in your side when you have someone with an incredible record and experience it just seems foolish to not include her shrika pandey also had a stellar 2019 in odis and has a plethora of records to her name and her exclusion just doesn't make sense she did return to play domestic cricket and she didn't set the circuit alight but was still a very good player and she led her side really well but after all the talk in the lead up to the australia tour about you know relieving the workload on jhulan goswami reducing the pressure on her to take wickets and contain runs giving others a chance to you know just go out there and express themselves has this actually happened now the squad selected has one 22 year old who's just finding her feet in international cricket we have a recent debutant in australia and a player who's yet to feature in an odi for india as goswami's supporting cast Poonam Rawat's exclusion. Now it is safe to assume that Poonam Rawat has been dropped due to her slow strike rate despite scoring huge runs. She has scored two half centuries and a century in the ODIs against South Africa in the March of 2021. She also did score three half centuries during the 2019 season and her average since 2019 after 14 games has been a staggering 50.16. She has also averaged a amazing 73.75 in 2021 from 6 games. Overall her career statistics are 2299 runs from 73 innings at an average of 34.83 and she has hit 15 half centuries and 300s in her ODI career which is more than a decade her exclusion also seems very surprising now the criticisms and the points stated earlier are in no way to you know demean the selection of other players Now as mentioned earlier picking only just 15 right plus 3 of the standby players from the depths of talents available in a country like India is perhaps the hardest task out there Pooja Vastrekar Meghna Singh Renuka Singh Thakur may in fact have a very impressive world cup and we one can hope for that as well Yastika Bhatia too has played well in Australia and has carried that form over to the domestic matches that has earned her place in that 15 on the weight of her scores too If you think long and hard about it you can make a strong case for a high percentage of names that have actually made the cut but the problem ultimately is not the questions the selections themselves raise it is a group of talented players we are talking about here and we have a good mix of experience and youth tested talent and they basically give you hope for the future 
It is the nature in which we are left to wonder. It's the many ifs that swirl around after this whole, you know, selection drama. If there is no clarity on the pathway to make it to the national squad, players will just continue to be in the limbo about their personal targets and quest for improvement. Now, the two biggest areas of concern are this. How will there be any accountability on the team that has been selected if we don't understand the reasoning behind the said decisions? And how will the players themselves feel if they don't know why they have been excluded? And the people on the outside have many questions but no reasonable explanation. Communication undoubtedly remains India's you know, biggest cricketing mystery. Let's talk about our batting department. The batting charge will be led by the dynamic duo Smriti Mandana and Shifali Verma right at the top of the order, besides the solidity provided by skipper Mithali Raj. Harman Preetkor, who was the player of the tournament in the WBBL a couple of months ago, will shepherd the middle order. Let's now divert our attention to India's pace bowling attack. India's fast bowling was a massive talking point when they visited Australia in September. They excelled in the only test of their tour to the point that Alisa Healy conceded that they showed us what we couldn't quite do with the new ball. Meghna Singh was a key component in that attack. She opened the bowling with Jhulan Goswami, a combination that might be on show again when India begin their World Cup campaign against Pakistan on March 6, and she ended up picking 2 for 56 from 19 overs. Her ability to swing the ball away from the right-handers was particularly eye-catching. Renuka, who had an impressive domestic season in 2021-22, too has received strong praise for her work in combination with Goswami Meghna and Pooja Vastrakar during the T20s against Australia. Smriti Mandana too said it was amazing to watch the bowlers dominate the Aussie batters throughout and that for her was a very big positive. The Spin Department now, the spin department comprises leg spinner Poonam Yadav, off-spinning all-rounder Sne Rana and left-arm tweaker Rajeshwari Gayakwad. All-rounders Deepthi Sharma and Harman Preet Kaur are the other spinning options in the side with Harman Preet also being the team's vice-captain. Let's now focus on the squad. Squad for the five ODIs versus New Zealand and the World Cup has Mithali Raj as skipper, Harman Preet Kaur as vice-captain, Smriti Mandana, Shifali Varma, Yastika Bhatia, Deepti Sharma, Richa Ghosh as wicketkeeper, Sneh Rana, Pooja Vastrakar, Meghna Singh, Renuka Singh Thakur, Tanya Bhatia as wicketkeeper, Rajeshwari Gaikwad and Poonam Yadav. As standby players, we have S. Meghna, Ekta Bish, Simran Dil Bahadur. As per the pandemic protocols put in place by the ICC, three standbys have been picked. The highest run getter at the 2021 Challenger Trophy, S. Meghna, the fifth highest wicket taker in the tournament, Simran Dil Bahadur, and senior left arm spinner, Ekta Bisht, was dropped from her annual central contract roster for the ongoing season and last represented India in an ODI during the England Tour in 2021. The squad for the one-off T20I versus New Zealand goes like this. Harman Preet Kaur as the skipper, Smriti Mandana as the vice-captain, Shefali Verma, Yastika Bhatia, Deepthi Sharma, Richa Ghosh, Sne Rana, Pooja Vastrakar, Meghna Singh, Renuka Singh, Tanya Bhatia as wicketkeeper, Rajeshwari Gaikwad, Poonam Yadav, Ekta Bisht as Meghna and Simran Dil Bahadur. In the end, I think one thing that can be said is that the selectors took some brave or harsh calls. More appropriately, they took a gamble. Seven players from the 2017 World Cup are left out and eight new players have been added to the final squad for this World Cup. 
and in the last two world cups where india reached the finals of both and the groups of players were very young but this time around we are touring with players who have not even debuted all the players who are selected are worthy to be here it is a very good mix of youth and experience but it is in- it will be interesting to see how this group comes along and this is something that only time can tell us so all eyes will be on the new zealand series which is starting from 9th february and here's wishing the girls the best of luck With this, we draw curtains on the episode that served as a review of India's squad for the upcoming New Zealand series and the Cricket World Cup 2022. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode and for your unstinted support throughout. Please follow and press the bell icon on Spotify and subscribe to the podcast on Google Podcasts for the latest episode updates and please stay tuned. Do check out at the rate never on the back foot on Instagram and at the rate never on the back one on Twitter for the latest facts. Trivia, quizzes, terminology, fresh tweets, retweets and a lot more that's coming up this cricket season just for you. The podcast is also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Overcast and a lot of other platforms. So please do spread the word. Also feel free to share your thoughts and suggestions for the already published episodes and recommendations for future topics. Do share this episode widely and your support is really appreciated. See you next time listeners. Cheers. Stay safe and take care. Bye for now.